China's president visits Russia today. We also have a new study on long COVID. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, March 20th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Chinese President Xi Jinping is visiting Russia today. He's expected to hold talks with Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's his first trip to Moscow since Russia invaded Ukraine last year. There are a lot of people watching this trip. It sets the stage for a global confrontation with China, Russia and Iran on one side and the U.S., Britain and other NATO allies on the other. Two other things to note from this weekend. Putin visited the occupied city of Mariupol in Ukraine on Saturday. And a day before that, the International Criminal Court issued a warrant for his arrest. Number two, two Swiss banking giants are combining. Officials announced yesterday that Credit Suisse is being taken over by Switzerland's largest bank, UBS. Credit Suisse has gotten into financial trouble, so this move is supposed to calm fears of a banking crisis. In a news conference yesterday, UBS chair Colm Kelleher spoke about the emergency deal. We have agreed a framework of support with the Swiss regulators, which ensures a successful integration in the best interests of Switzerland and protects our shareholders. In the U.S., the recent banking turmoil has raised the stakes for a meeting of the Federal Reserve this week. The Fed will decide whether or not to raise interest rates again to fight rising prices. It's a big deal because the sudden collapse of two regional banks over the past weeks were an unintended consequence of those higher interest rates. The Fed needs to decide now if the U.S. banking system is able to handle more. Number three. Donald Trump asked his supporters to turn out and protest tomorrow. The former president claimed this weekend that he's going to be arrested. This is tied to a New York investigation. But at the same time, his advisors say that they don't know when or if an indictment is coming. This is significant because Trump's message on Saturday echoed the rhetoric he used before the unprecedented January 6 attack on the U.S. Capitol. It's a reminder of the influence the former president still wields on social media among his supporters, as well as leaders of the Republican Party. Here's number four. California could soon begin phasing out diesel-powered trucks. The EPA plans to grant a waiver allowing the state to enforce strict pollution limits for heavy-duty vehicles, like garbage trucks and 18-wheelers, starting next year. It could have a huge effect on the air Californians breathe, and it could jumpstart the nation's transition to electric-powered trucks. Six other states have already pledged to follow California's lead. Long COVID symptoms are becoming less common. That's number five. A new study found that Americans infected with the Omicron variant are less likely to develop long COVID symptoms than those exposed earlier in the coronavirus pandemic. Long COVID is still a mystery, even though about 14 million people in the U.S. are struggling with the long-lasting effects of the coronavirus. The findings from this study could help explain who is vulnerable and why. Number six. The lob, and that will do it. Do you believe it? For just the second time ever, a 16 beats a one. 
March Madness lived up to its name this weekend. The big stunner was what you just heard. Fairly Dickinson took down Purdue on Friday night. It became the second 16 seed in the history of the men's tournament to beat a number one team. But the Knights won't advance to the Sweet 16. They lost last night to Florida Atlantic. The Sweet 16 is now set and games tip off on Thursday. Only two number one seeds are still in play, and that's Alabama and Houston. In the women's tournament, Stanford became the first number one seed to fall last night. The Sweet 16 will be set after today's games. Our last story today. The Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris is slowly getting ready to reopen. A fire in 2019 gutted the famous place of worship in France's capital. Bystanders and millions of people around the world watched in disbelief as its spire collapsed. The monument is being pieced back together and carpenters are making what will become its new spire. The reopening is set for next year. And just like that, you are all caught up. Don't forget, you can sign up for the 7 newsletter. It lands in your inbox each morning with links and videos that let you dig deeper in all the stories we talk about on the show. And you can also subscribe to The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.